So what are we saying, my G? I haven't seen you since the 90s, bro. Yeah, it's been a minute, man. It's been a minute. I'm back once again with the illest of behaviour, my G. I think it's, I just got to um, get on and start inviting people. Let's, people, are, people are usually, are used to us, should I say, being their Monday night entertainment, Sunday night entertainment. But here we are on true. a whole big Monday doing up um, your buffering, bro. Is that me or is that you? I'm just trying to send out. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Hear you loud and clear. Yeah, no. Um, it was buffering for you. So yeah, people are used used to seeing us on a on a Sunday night. So we're now ruining their 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 Mondays. I don't know if they've they had plans or what, but here we are, my G. Here we are. Here we are. Nah, not so, am I get missed. Nothing I get missed. So, 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 so listen, me, if you're uh, go, on. go on, bro. Go on. No, bro. you go. You go first. You go first. Now, all I was going to say to the audience is if you're listening, if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Sorry for the mm-hmm. date change. Um, yeah. Ping three people into the room. If this is your first time listening, you're going to want to ping in five because it's a mm-hmm. vibe. And yeah, I was just going to ask you how your week went, bro. Well, bro, it's two weeks, man. It's two weeks. You're a couple of weeks, to yeah, be fair. Two yeah. weeks. So, I mean, where do I start? As you can probably tell, my skin, my face needs shaving so badly. It looks horrible on the camera, but... um. My skin looks like a little piece red where I've been living in the sunlight. You get what I'm saying? Holding so some sunshine, yeah. I arrived home yesterday after just over two weeks in Mykonos, mm-hmm. which was wonderful. Very eventful. Um, we'll catch up off pod anyway on, on the events <laughs> of that. But um, sure, sure. I can just say that, yeah, man, it was it was a great experience. Um, I, I ended up watching the Euro uh, final on like a 40 inch television like you know like the one a small one you wouldn't even keep in your front room television <laughs> right, with right. a bunch of english people on and then on the other side of the building there was a bunch of italians it was a very 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 memorable occasion even though the outcome didn't go away but we will talk about that for the first time we're going to talk about some sport on this podcast mm. whilst being live so we'll speak about that a little bit later and yeah man bro i'm just feeling Grateful and blessed, I think is is, right. is how I, I want to frame how I'm feeling. I'm annoyed Facts. with myself because I landed in the country yesterday, and if I'd have waited mm. one day, I wouldn't have to quarantine. Which is a whole, is that how it's worked yeah, out? Yeah, I've landed one day early, like, and uh, it was it's from four in the morning, so I landed at like ten. So if I'd have, I'd have wait. I, in my mind, I should have waited till midnight, but then I got told no, it's four in the morning. So that would have been a long sit down on the hard floor. But it would that have saved so me ten shit. days. It would have saved me ten yeah, days yeah, had yeah. I done that. But so you're yeah. just doing up you're doing up home 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 um yeah. visits. Yeah. I'm doing up home Sorry, visits. Man. Man. How's how's your how's your fortnight been, my G? The first week was amazing. Mm-hmm. The second week was absolute dog shit. It was literally a tale wow. of two weeks. Um, animal feces yeah yeah it was it, it was it was entirely ju- the juxtaposition was mad like an amazing week and then a really really draining week but mm. the reasons for it are part mm. of the stuff we're going to talk about so I'll expand okay. on that later okay. but I'm just glad to see your face bruv yeah man I'm just here, glad man. to see your face yeah. as you can see I'm here doing up pirate because I've just washed my locks the locks are growing mm. okay they're growing I heard that so I'm doing up pirate tonight apologies in advance it is what it is alright well we said and, uh, hello to each other 
before you go any further, let's say hello to the people that have joined us live on the live stream. Shout out to everyone that's listening back to us on the audio. We see you. We love you. We appreciate you. For those of you that do listen to us mm-hmm. via audio, please go on to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. If you believe we deserve it, please, please, please do that. So listen, I want to send shouts out to the wife. Shouts out to Keem. Shouts out to Miss S. Harrington. Shouts out to Mrs. Asante. How are you doing? Shouts out to Anna. Shouts out to Jar Bless Knots. Shouts out to The Sim Show. Shouts out to Lex. Shouts out to Game Changers. Shouts out to SK. Big up uh, P. Dimitri. Shouts out to Brooke in the place. Shouts out to Fab. I'm glad Fab's with us. Fab is one of our most loyal, dedicated listeners. Yeah, Fab I see you, Fab, a, and I highly appreciate She's not you. even just a queen. Mm-hmm. She's an empress. Like, let it Empress be Fab she's, from, from she's today. She's empress Fab. That's how you're going to be legend. referred to from us. Absolute um, legend. Shouts out to yeah, Shen yeah, yeah. Shen. Shouts out to Wonderful is... I see, I think that is. Shouts out to Blue Flame, how you doing? Mr. Cherry's in the building. Big up your status. Shouts out to Miss Eden. Big up... Who else is uh shouts out to Danny? How are you doing? Shouts out to the other Mrs. Warhover. How are you doing? Lily's in the place. How are you doing? Um Darcy, I think your name is. Big up yourself. Shouts out to Stefan J. And that will conclude the shouts for now. So listen, guys, as we said, please, 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 we're operating on a Monday night for the first time because of unforeseen circumstances. Now the I'll actually get into why it's unforeseen circumstances. I'll actually elaborate on that in just a moment. But um, today's events are sponsored by H2O. I'm not going to promote the brand, but if you know the shape of the bottle, you know Amazon things. It's what we're dealing with. Not for me. (laughs) Not for me. It's Riesling Mondays, baby. We're talking the shits today. So we're talking. God bless you. So so, as I said, I was in Mykonos two weeks. Mm-hmm. A great experience. I've been there for, I've done three seasons there. This was my fourth season. Um, great experience. But obviously in this season where we're dealing with, you know, a whole COVID. So I was... Wait, brought... for the US listeners, mm-hmm. for the US listeners, explain what you mean by a season. Okay, so... That might not translate so well. Okay, so for, for our, our, our brethren across the pond, a season <laughs> is quite simply, you know, summer, spring... They get seasons, but like the season being, there'll be a summer season. So everything opens and you go to work for a season. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that, that's the easy way yeah. of describing it. So the summer season starts in Mykonos for locals, I'd say in the end of May and finishes at the end of September. But for foreigners like myself, it starts to in the end of June and finishes at the end of August. So I've done, I've done three seasons prior. But the club that I was working with um, prior have released, have broken ties with all of their English partners, basically. And I, I'm right. coming in from the English side. So now it's just completely self-sustained. They're Greek. So I've, I've got an opportunity at a different club. They booked me out there. Mm-hmm. It was a beach club. They booked me out there for two weeks. I've done my two weeks. It was time for me to come home. I managed to get like two extra days on the island just to run around and do stuff. And in them two extra days, I ended up going to another club that basically mm-hmm. said, we're not letting you go home. We are not letting you go home. Mm. You have to stay. So I had to put a call into the wife like four in the morning. I'm like, yo, my flight is at midday. They're telling me they need me to stay. The deal is whatever, whatever, whatever. Should I stay? And the wife said, stay. And I yeah. was like, okay, I'm going to stay. 
So my flight was going to be at uh, 1 p.m. In the, in the afternoon. And I've missed my flight. I'm staying. At 3 p.m. in the afternoon, I get news that the government in Mykonos have banned all music. All mu- music can't even be played. <laughs> music can't even be played in, in, a, in, a, in a sweet shop. There has to be no music for 24 hours a day and everybody has to be um, in their residence at 1 a.m. So that's why I booked my flight instantly the next morning because what am I staying on the island for if I can't make a, 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 yeah. a dollar or a dime? And yeah. maybe in that reaction is why I ended up not thinking about when the the restrictions lifted for us to be quarantining. You get me? So you but, can yeah. come home, yeah, at, 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 at the right time for quarantine. Exactly. exactly. You know what? It's, it's, it is so alien mm. to think that in an instant, a decision can be made mm. that affects so many people's lives just like like a Thanos click, like oh, you know I can't click, but click and yeah. every yeah, allow me, bro, isn't it? I just got them. I can't. I do them once. Um, yeah. But it can it can really just change people's lives, well, really like that. Well, do you know like what? one in your head in your head you're out there for an extended six weeks, two months, mm-hmm. and you're working and whatever. Yeah. And then a, dis- a decision's made and an announcement is made mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're on a flight home. Like, and it's that simple. For them, it's that simple. For you, it's your, it's your bread and butter. You're like, there's well, a the fly thing, in here. And the thing is, the, the, thing, Sorry. The, the thing that kills it for me is that, okay, I had only anticipated going out for two. So it didn't, it didn't necessarily cost me that much because my anticipation of what I'd set up to do had been completed. I was now into bonus mm-hmm. time. But for some mm-hmm. of the people out there, they live in small towns on the main island of Greece. Yeah? They have to go in the summer, in the season, to get their money for the whole year. Because mm. there's, no, there's no income. You know, the jobs that they do in their small villages pay them pittance. So they go yeah, away yeah, for yeah. the summer to get their income for the rest of the year. I saw people in tears, it's bro. Like- it's like it's like sessioners, uh, session singers, or session musicians doing festival season is what they look forward to, it's, and then they might have another they might have another pickup at Christmas doing mm-hmm. Christmas parties and all the rest of it. But those are the two prime exactly, times of the exactly, year. Exactly, exactly. So that's the situation, and I think man. I think even this conversation that we're having, as impromptu as it as it's become, leads us onto a good topic. We'll get back to music. We'll talk about music in a minute. But something that we have to talk about if we're, if we're talking about, you know, restrictions, COVID, et cetera, et cetera, is ladies and gentlemen, what were you doing on Monday, the 19th of June? What were you doing? Because Monday, the 19th of June has been labeled Freedom Day. Freedom! I don't want to sound like Nelson Mandela movie, but I'm just putting it out there. Freedom Day in the UK. Now, if you're listening from abroad, I don't know what your predicament is, but in the UK or England even, I'm not even going to say the UK because Scotland and, and Wales have got their own patterns going on. But in England, it is Freedom Day. So all restrictions have been removed. How are you feeling about Freedom Day, my G? Nothing ain't changing for me, B. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing is changing for me. I'm mm-hmm. still working from home. I will still be wearing a mask. Mm. Everything is business as usual. Because you know what? And mm. I don't want to be the, the, the merchant of doom and gloom, but we've seen this before. And I feel like we're going to have another press conference on the 8th of September mm-hmm. or whatever, talking about, well, you know, the British public, 
were too hasty in being free. We gave them freedom and they acted too freely. And as such, we're going back to home. Don't go home. Stay at work. If you can't stay at work, stay at home, but work from home while you're home working and jiggery buggery. And while and, and, and while we're on the we're topic, see that, and while we're on the topic, if you've been exposed to somebody with COVID, still go outside. My name is Boris Johnson because that's Lip, what I if do. you've <laughs> if you've been exposed to the virus. Mm. Do like our former health secretary, Matt Hancock, and grab her by the batty jaw and and hold on tight for dear life because <laughs> that's the antidote. Batty jaw squeezing is the most effective deterrent for COVID. Okay. I'm Boris Johnson, and this message is sponsored by Batty Jaws. Batty Jaws. Batty Jaw local. You can go overseas for bigger Batty Jaws, <laughs> but local Batty Jaw will impress. <laughs> Buy British, Batty Jaw. Buy British. Stay British, It's, it's ridiculous, bruv. It's ridiculous. Okay, so there's multiple things to unpack it. Multiple things to unpack it. The first place I want to start is... Okay, so BJ, I'm going to call him because it sounds crude, so I'm just going to call him that. Um, had COVID at, at, at some point uh, last year. So Early doors. So he's been re-exposed to COVID, but he's out and about doing press conference and rolling around the country like, say, every single press conference he's ever given stands for nothing when it concerns him. I mean, what we, what, like, what's really going on here, guys? Didn't, did, <laughs> I, I, I wonder how long people are going to take to realise that it's one rule for them and it's another for us. To the point where there was such an outcry that Rishi Sunak said, yes, I have been exposed to the virus. Mm-hmm. I know that there is a test pilot scheme about... This flyer is violent. There's a test pilot scheme about um, some people can be out and be traced and tracked and tracked and traced and all the rest of it. But he realises that the the uptake on the scheme is very centred around a particular group. And for those reasons, he wants to be a man of the people. And so he will be isolating for the period. I said to myself, listen, we don't applaud fish for swimming, you fuckwit. Like, we really don't. Like, why are we celebrating you? What, what do you want? A medal? Asshole merit badge? A like, what is this, bro? It pisses hilarious. me off. No, it, it, pisses, it pisses me off. Because they, 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 give these, they give these press conferences like they're really men of the people and being heroes and doing what's right. But this is what they've asked us to do the whole way along. I mean, look, So why are we applauding you for what you expect? Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't feel like, I don't feel like we can applaud our government. I feel, in my personal... Uh, take on the government's approach to COVID is that it's been a farce. It has been a farce. I honestly, I mean, we've seen certain leaked WhatsApp messages come out in terms of the whole Dominic Cummings situation, the Matt Hancock situations. Like it, it, the whole thing's a whole mess. But definitely in the background, there are some deeper messages that we're never going to be exposed to. Yeah, where they're laughing at what what people are doing. Like definitely mm. laughing at what people are doing. Like as far as I'm concerned, because. They don't know what they're doing and it's almost like they don't understand that we're watching them. So when they do something completely backwards because they don't know what they're doing, they don't even realise that we can see that they don't know. That, do you get what Like we can actually, like, we're yeah. not stupid, guys. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, I just think to myself, who actually knows what is going on here or the proper way for us to be do you know what I'm saying? Moving at this, this period in time. Because well, when I landed yesterday, well, now I want to say this just quickly. Mm, when I landed yesterday, mm, I was told that there was 50,000 cases yesterday. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the type of numbers we were having in a lockdown. And we're opening... A one, 
at 50,000 cases. Brother. Brother. Do you remember when they opened pubs? The night, do you remember the night they opened pubs, but you still had to be sat down and table service and all that? And Soho looked like... A zoo. Carnival. Right? You like a zoo? A zoo. You like a zoo? A zoo. Here's what I'm saying, yeah? Mm. Sometimes you've got to just decalcify your third eye, bruv, and see beyond the truth into the wisdoms of the depth of the logical fallacy, bruv. Because right now, what they're telling me, yeah? They're telling me go out and create herd immunity. I said, I'll pay for my mortgage. I'm staying in my house, bro. Are you mad? Are you mad? Now, here's something I want to mention to you because this directly affects you. Okay, and sorry, on. again, to be the bearer of bad news. Yeah. But today, uh, 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 and another announcement. And you listen, we have to get off of this topic soon, but we have to mm -hmm. cover the bases. We're doing what we, we've been away for a week. So cool. two weeks even. Yeah. So including in the announcement today was that nightclubs will reopen. However you need to be able to provide documented evidence that you've had both vaccines. Yeah. For a nightclub. Yep. To do up, to do up Jaeger bombs at the bar for a nightclub. Are you for cool? No, 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 no. Okay, these are at Royal Ascot. These are at Royal Ascot, bruv. Unvaccinated, To respond to that and to throw a little bit of logic into what's going on here, right? So Royal Ascot, Wembley Stadium, uh, wireless festival, you name it, right? These are all outdoor events. They're outdoor events. COVID is reportedly less uh, transmittable outdoors, yeah? Nightclubs are enclosed, right? Now, if you want to talk about what's happening, I was, I'm in a DJ group, right? And some of the DJs were telling me that in Paris, at the moment, yeah. you can't go to the supermarket without vaccination information. Yeah, you've got to do online shopping. Yeah. What now? Now. Come again, so what? Exactly. What? <laughs> exactly what, exactly what I've just told you. Exactly Yo. what I've just told you. To go to the supermarket. Do you understand what I'm saying? So what you're basically, what you're, what you're basically telling me, yeah, mm. is that COVID is uh, is agoraphobic, so it won't go outside, but it will stay inside. To inf Bruv, I'm getting more pissed off as long as I'm having this conversation. This, bro, it's, it's a madness. Genuinely. It bro. is a madness. And it's like last you night... You see what, yeah? Go on. You see what? If I have to joke myself to go to a nightclub, mm -hmm. my raving days are over anyway, bruv. It's fine. I'll throw a better house party anyway. My house parties will shit on Libertine and Tape and District and, and Club Coochie in Wood Green. I don't care, bruv. I've got plenty DJs in the roller decks that will mash Coochie. up the living room. Club Coochie. Bruv, I don't care, bruv. Actually, I actually, like to go, go, I'd actually like to drive up to Wood Green and see what Club Coochie is. Is it flats yet? Like, what actually is Club Coochie? I but don't listen, even know, bruv. So bro. I was having this conversation then. I was having this conversation in the DJ group earlier. Now, I mm. think I've said this on the podcast before. If I haven't said it in the mm -hmm. podcast, allow me to re remind you guys, I'm double vaccinated. Like, I just, I, I've done it. Do you get what I'm saying? I understand the arguments for both sides, but my decision was to take it. I've taken it. And it's just going to be what it's going to be at this point, like as far as I'm concerned. I, what, what my concern is, is having people near and dear to me contract the, the the vid. That's what I'm I understand interested that. in. And that might sound very, very selfish, but it is what it is. That's what concerns me, having people around me. So we need to move diligently. We need to think about how we're moving. We need to think, do masks really save anything from you? I mean, I, I'm going to keep it a buck. I don't really trust the mask situation. I just feel like mm. 
people specifically in England are so nasty that when they want to cough, they want to cover your mouth. You're taught this as children. You're taught this as a picnic. Cover your mouth. So see for them nasty people, keep your mask on. Keep your mask, go to bed with your mask on. You get me? Get in the shower with your mask on. You nasty, disgusting people. You get me? Keep the mask on. Furthermore, Stitch the mask to your head so yeah, you only can't even take it off. Like, you're them nasty people. But other than that, it is what it is. What are you saying to me? Comments we, have been going saw... off. I need to address these. <laughs> yeah, that's Go fine. On. We saw surveys done during this lockdown mm. that said yeah. particular groups of society. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Don't okay. wash their legs, bruv. Their yeah, whole it's legs. Nasty. It's nasty. Okay. It's, it's nasty. Then... I'm reading other surveys where large swathes of society are saying they don't wash their bed sheets more regularly than every six months. That is biannually. In 365 days, their bed sheets get a rinse out twice. And you're telling me that their masks are cleanly, bro? Their house must smell. Are you cool? Their, their, their house must smell of batty jaw and fo- footy side. <laughs> bruv, their house smells of batty jaw and regret, bro. Just <laughs> regret. Just. Just ass, ass and imagine? sorrow. That's can what they Can you imagine? Like, let's let's frame it. Let's frame it. Like, imagine it. Yeah. So you're imagine it. I'm gonna paint a whole picture. You're single. Yeah. You're 22 because that's a good age at the moment. You're 22. You're single. You've just met this 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 woman. Yeah. Or this young girl at a nightclub, socially distanced. She said to you, "Come back to my place." You're thinking, "I've scored." You go back to her place, bro. She busses open the front door and the battered yard goes, Oh, you can. <laughs> Sonic knocks you. Boom. Literally knocks you across the street as soon as the door opens and it's her bed. You get me? Bruv, this is crazy. Uh, listen, I can't these help times, but the These times, bed. these times, you, there's a chalk outline where she's sweated on the flat sheet and that's how she oh, just fell, she just fell asleep like. Bruv, this is mental. People aren't that washing their bed sheets more than twice a it's year. Mental. And you're telling it's me, mental. say, that they're masks. Listen, they're take masks. us, take us. Sanit- no. Take us. People that listen to the, this podcast with myself and Dane says, yeah. If you are not washing your bed sheets, yeah. Actually, I, I refuse to believe that anyone in this room suffers. So let me rephr- rephr- rephrase what I'm saying. If you, if you know, know somebody, somebody if, yeah, you if you know someone that yes. doesn't wash their bed sheets more than twice a year, yeah, right? You, you have many options. You have the Quran, you have the Bible, you have Guru Nanak. Take them somewhere, right? Take them somewhere, get them sorted out, fix them up and let them come back. So listen, Did I did some comments just here. say Guru Nanak? Yeah, Guru Nanak. There's all different versions of places oh, where you can I'm take dead. them to, right? So Lily said, okay, so I think I messed up. I think I said the 19th of June. It's the 19th of July, Freedom Day. July. My, my July, bad people, sorry. my bad. I apologize, I messed up. Um... <laughs> More William Wallace than Mandela from the other Mrs. Wahova. Right, so is that so um I'm about to watch Forever Purge to get a feel for what's to come, coming from King Thomas. Um nothing is changing for me, just Sounds getting over that. the rotted Rona. Ah, oh, fab man. Sick. Well, I'm glad you're good. Um, I was gonna say it made me think just then. Um <laughs> that's a great BJ impression. I think that's on you, Dave. Good impression of um oh, yeah. Allegedly, there is Boris a- Johnson. Yes, yes, Boris yes, Johnson. Yes, yes, that yes, was a great okay. impression. Let's be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for um, allegedly, the peak Optics. of the peak of this um, influx of of Corona will land in October. 
That's from Fab. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Blue Flame says, people, live your lives, man. That's an interesting uh, way of looking at it. Um, where are we? Um, speak your truths. Let's just call him BJ. <laughs> That's from Andrew. I know, Andreas. Um, it's the compulsory Vs for nightclubs for me. Um, oh, Dominic has done an interview, which is on the BBC tomorrow. That's from the other Mrs. Wahova. If we take a look at the amount of people that died in 2020 compared to 2019, we know that we are scammed coming from Keynes. That's interesting. Shouts out to Kenji Fenton. He said, my guys, big up. How about overage 37, no clubbing anyway from Eden? Eden, keep your violence to yourself, please. At this moment in time, <laughs> yeah, we've got way too much going on. I want to know who is the spokesperson for COVID coming from Keynes. Um, there's a lot going on, regardless of whether people agree or not, personal choice, but I think it's what's, I think that's what's emerged coming from Lily. Um, I'm not mm -hmm. sure what that, uh, Vax is not the answer. My colleagues who is double jabbed and he caught the virus just like, um, myself coming from Fab, crazy, yeah. Because I mean, you're, you're still not safe ultimately, um, even when you take the the jab. So you're you're you're, you're dancing with you're dancing with the devil basically at this point. Okay, this comes from Mrs. Miss S. Harrington. Dear white people, wash bed sheets at least weekly and wash your legs and foot bottom. You're sincerely everybody. I'm, I'm finished. I'm absolutely finished. Um, divine intervention oh. is required. Okay, so that catches us up right now. So listen. We are the Take Podcast, DJ Illness, Dane says, inside the building. And we somehow started on that topic, which I wanted to leave for later. But hey, here we are. We've done it now. So um, let's start the podcast. <laughs> a whole I, think my, I think my comments have stopped, but it's I'll so good. Don't worry, I got you. I, got yeah, you. I yeah, don't yeah, know why yeah. this keeps happening on here. Right, cool. So listen, new music to talk about. New music to talk about. Um, Pop Smoke, guys. I, mean, I don't know if everyone's going to be into Pop Smoke, but Pop Smoke... He passed away in, I want to say passed away in 20, um, was it 2019? Was it 2019? It was 2019. 19. Right. So he passed 19. away in 2019. He released an album in 2019 called Shoot for the Moon, Aim for the Stars and, or something of that ilk, excuse me, forgive me. And that was a posthumous album. He'd passed away before it was released after him, after his passing. And he's now released a second posthumous album, which shows that he's, Obviously, been in the studio a lot. He had a lot of material recorded, and I believe the producers and execs have put together a second posthumous album that's been released. It is entitled Faith. It is available now. I've had two listens to it. I need to hear it more. It is quite certified. It's long, but it is quite good. There's a few records that will definitely translate into Clubland, and that's pretty much where my head has been. I see you. Um, that's pretty much where my head has been recently, so that's serving me. Uh, did you get a chance to listen? I have listened to it. I didn't I enjoy it as much as the first album, I must say. But mm -hmm. similarly, I feel like it's something that will grow on me and stay in the rotation. But like I said, I find it really hard. Why are you laughing, bro? Because you find put it really test. hard. Watch this here. You've put test, yeah? As like just a test to make sure that your comments are working. And I said, I see yeah. you. And Miss S. Harrington has put ickle after. So... Trash. It was just, I hate yeah, this. Yeah. But I can't see anything else other than test. Exactly. So that's um, why I thought. So yeah. <laughs> so um I, I I it it irks me when I listen to these albums of um these posthumous mm. albums of artists who have uh, have left us in an untimely fashion. While mm. we're on the subject, rest in peace to mm. Bismarcky, who died 100%. early, way before his time recently. Mm. Um 
because it just gives you an inkling as to like how much more there was in store for them. Like mm. Pop Smoke was only like 21, 22. Yeah, he was very young. Past. He it's was really, pop. really young, wasn't he? Mm. Um, so yeah, it's hard. It's hard. And he was an artist, from what I understand, he was really, really integral in his production process and the choice of beats and all the rest of it. So someone is putting together this project mm. without his kind of say-so, without his input. So it's what they think we would have wanted to hear from him as opposed to not not necessarily what he would, he have, would have wanted forward. us to hear from himself I mean, do you know what I mean something that I've so seen something I've seen uh, quite a bit on Twitter is that a lot of his original producers the guys that he really uh, rocked with have not been included on this project that's mad interesting doesn't surprise me that's mad interesting doesn't surprise me but, but that sounds like labels stuff that sounds like the label's gone and said let's keep milking this goat while it's hot hot goat milk mm. and but let's use other, other milks to, are available to read yeah. other <laughs> yeah other milks are available but yeah so that but, was that um, um, but let's use our guys yeah, for it that, do you know that, what I mean that was a situation with that with the pop smoke situation I do advise people to listen to it especially if you're into the new age um drip drill and stuff so you want to check that out but um yeah another thing that's come out I'm gonna let you talk about um have you seen Clash by Dave and Stormzy. So here's the thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was driving back from somewhere on a late one. Don't ask me where I was going. Don't ask my business. I was going home. Mm -hmm. And I heard the tune for the first time mm. um, on one of the Apple playlists. That are, the other playlists are available. Mm. Um, and then I didn't really pay attention to the bars. I didn't. And then the mm. next day... I saw that Chip had put out something with the same artwork and I said, hold on, before I listen to what Chip is saying, mm. let me listen to what the original tune was saying. Mm. For tune's sake, I like the song of Stormzy and Dave. Okay. Dave is one of my favourite artists from the UK. Mm. I like the tune, I like the production, I like the content, the video's great and all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. But what I don't like is a man calling himself the king of grime and not really doing this grime culture thing and really standing up in a clash with the guy he's been calling out on these subliminals mm -hmm. and then jumping on a tune called Clash. Like, what are you trying to prove? And then not only jumping on a tune called Clash, but having specific bars for a guy about turn up at the door, bailiff ones and all of this. I just said to myself, you know what? It, it, you know you, you know me, Il, I'm a, I don't like passive-aggressive. I like aggressive-aggressive. Yeah. Like, if you're going to call me out a character, really make it worth your while. Do you know what I mean? Like, really call my name. And mm -hmm. I feel like this passive-aggressive shadow boxing thing is dead. So mm -hmm. I was so glad when Chip put his thing up. Mm -hmm. So, so, so glad. Because it's got to be a situation where you say to yourself, mm -hmm. I've already warned you about saying my name. Mm -hmm. I've warned you. And you keep doing it. So every time you do it, I'm going to pour more, more petrol on your fire mm. and really cremate you. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I loved it. I loved it. I know you're biting your tongue. So go on. Talk I'm not biting my tongue. I'm not biting my tongue. I just want to break this down in, in stages. So to address, mm -hmm. address the, um, the track that I've pinned at the moment, Dave, because it, it's a Dave record. It's going to be on Dave's album, Clash featuring mm -hmm. Stormzy. So it's, this, this product is a Dave product. You with me? Mm -hmm. Stormzy's the feature. So I've listened to the song mm -hmm. and I've watched the video. Um, I'm not mad at artists flexing. 
I'm not mad at it. It's something that I feel mm. like is kind of frowned upon in the UK, whereas the Americans, they do it like effortlessly. Like you're just allowed to flex. Do you get what I'm saying? Like my yeah. watch, my chain, yeah. my car, my private jet, my whatever. It's just something that's effortlessly done. And I feel like in the, in the UK, it's something that's kind of frowned upon. And I've never understood why we kind of have an issue with our artists flexing to a degree and things. So mm. to see these guys come out and flex, they're in fucking the Aston Martin um, headquarters. They're talking about, mm. I've got watches for every single day of the month, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In my mind and mentality, I'm thinking, look how far we've come. Because I was in the room, certain rooms, where a flex was a Nike tracksuit, bro. Like, you know, yeah. like... Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen this thing elevate to there. So in that aspect, I'm looking at yeah. this thing and I'm saying this is real stunting because more than just having the watch, you've now got the actual brand, Aston Martin. It's not Puma and Adidas that have been sponsoring from since back in the day. And you should be happy that you've got a free Puma or Adidas tracksuit. Aston Martin, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is, yeah. for me, this is big. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay, it might be, it might be, um, why are you putting comments, bro? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Bruv, I just want to be involved. Yeah. I can't read the conversation, no, 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 but I still want to be part I'll come of back. it. I'll, 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 I'll come back, yeah. So, you know, like, yeah. it, it might not be Lamborghini or Ferrari, but Aston Martin is still a serious kind of um, brand. Oh, Aston Martin be... is a prestige mark, That's bro. What I'm saying. Don't, so don't when, I, when, I look at that, yeah, yeah. when I look at that stuff, I'm like, this is lit. Like, this is sick. And then, obviously, these mm. are the first guys to do it. Who will be next? Who will be endorsed next? I'm, I'm watching mm. Skepta very closely. Skepta's actually about to drop a project, not this Friday, the Friday after. It's going to be an EP. Um, I know the name mm. of it, but it slips my mind as of right now. But Skepta's about to drop a project in a, in two weeks. Mm -hmm. He's just done an activation with... I mean, he's he's had his activation with um, Havana um, Club Rum for a minute. He's had that mm -hmm. for a minute. Mm -hmm. He's also done an activation with Diesel. So he's got sound of the Brave. Yeah. You know, Diesel do only the Brave. And the, bro, the smell, yeah. I'm looking... The I just want to see who's going to be next in through the door. Central C is somebody that I feel like has become very marketable. He's even got the Americans playing him. He's he's become global, do you know what I'm saying? So who's going to grab and put their hands on him? And and at that angle... It's going to be me, bruv. It's going to be me. <laughs> I'm going to do... My new EP is called Goat Milk and I'm cornering the market, bruv. So King Thomas has just put a very, a very key um, point. He just said Kano had had Mercedes years ago. Do you get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. yeah, and he done the full advert, etc. So Kano's been with Mercedes. Mm -hmm. So it's like, look where we've come. So I'm looking at that. So when I'm talking about the song, I'm like, you know what? This is kind of dope. Like I'm seeing what's going on here. This is kind of dope. Like what they're doing, etc., etc., etc. But then you get into the bars situation. Now what Dave did, it's not Dave's best work. I'm just gonna be keep it a bean. It's not his best work, but it's calm. Like it's it's calm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like it's on bar. Everything's alright. And then we get to the Stormzy part. And as a song, I have, I have to have two different outlooks on it. I have to look at this A as a song and then B as an MC. Yeah? Mm -hmm. A as a song, what Stormzy done on the song, I wasn't mad at it. It wasn't any, it, it, it definitely wasn't his best work, but it wasn't yeah. a below par verse. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's mm. like, I'm like, I'm cool with this. I don't mind it. Like, whatever, whatever. This song, I imagine certain people are going to jump up and down to this song and it will do what it needs to do to promote Dave's album that lands on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Bruv, I concede all of these comments, yeah? Stop putting me off, bruv. What is wrong with you? Yeah? So anyway, Sorry. so to, to race forward now, because I'm, I'm dragging it out. 
when it gets to the point where we're talking about the whole indirecting another artist, I have to look at this as an MC. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? And for me, as an MC, I feel like he's a bit of a coward. When you say he, you mean Stormzy. Stormzy. There's three. Yeah. There's three people involved. Yeah, in this, I, I in feel this like Stormzy's a bit level. of a coward. The reason why I feel like Stormzy's mm-hmm. a bit of a coward is because you want to come around and flex, and you want to do all of that stuff. Yeah, the whole calling yourself the king of grime thing is something he distanced himself from the second Chip came out. He has distanced himself from that almost as if he mm-hmm. never said it. Yeah, so you wanted mm-hmm. to be that guy while it sued you. Now that. Now that someone's coming for you on the level that you wanted to operate on, you've pivoted and you've gone somewhere completely different. Okay, cool. Pivot! Right? Pivot! Okay, cool. You've pivoted and you've gone somewhere different. And that's fine. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? But to pivot, go somewhere different and still try and send indirect shots backwards, for me Mm. personally, is cowardice as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Yeah? Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's, that's my take on it. I don't care what anyone else take on it. That's my take on it cowardice so it's like if you want to clash clash if you don't want to clash don't clash but don't try and you know stand behind the wall and throw pebbles over yeah this is what i'm saying that's it's that passive passive aggressive nonsense i hate that like aggressive aggressive like, like yeah like be keep, like keep, come with yeah, your chest come with your chest it. held yeah, high yeah, yeah, like, just like how you're behaving in, in this record come with your shelf your chest held high as you as you have in this record with your i gotta watch for every day of the month come with that 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 mm, level mm, energy mm, 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 when you're coming mm, to clash mm. or just don't clash a, B, you know that African brother that does the, like does the, that's it. Like it's one or the other. A, come with the chest held high and clash. B, stay over there and keep doing what you're doing. Just to see yeah. what he's doing for me stands for coward as far as I'm concerned, because it's like- It's weak. It's very it's weak. weak. Now at the end of the day- It's weak. At the end of the day, if we're going to talk about the Chip, Chip's record, right? We, we talk about Chip's record now. I actually commented when Chip posted the record. And I said, this record is insane. Because for me, the beat that he, that he got from Dot, um, from Dot Rotten or Producer Zeph, the beat that he got from Dot Rotten had elements of everything that is originally Graham, but was a drill beat, mm. yeah? So that was mm. already a win. The flows was a win. The rhyming schemes was a win. Like He was showing people how to do this. Do you get what I'm saying? He was actually showing people, this is how you clash. This is how you... Like, this is how you put rhyme schemes together. This is how you do the flows. This is how you murk somebody. Like, here. You know, again, here. This is this is how you murk somebody. Like, he threw an indirect, I threw a grenade. Like, this is the mm. energy I'm on. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like, I can't knock, I can't knock Chip for, for the record. I, I think that at the end of the day, um, it's up to him how long he wants to dance on Stormzy's grave because in terms of it being a lyrical, a lyrical uh, contest, Stormzy is in it's the not. floor. He's in the floor. It's not. Like at this point, fl- like, even like weeds are growing out at this point. Like the burial was, has been done. Do you get what I'm saying? But anytime I hear anyone speak against Chip, mm-hmm. it is purely on a, oh, he's using Stormzy to promote his own whatever. Well, no, Stormzy keeps on saying his name. This is, this That's is. The, let's, that, let, let's have it right. Yeah. This is what. Stormzy this, keeps on saying a man's name. If he stopped saying Chip's name, Chip couldn't be glory hunting or anything like that so that that argument is void but what this really should be about mm. which Stormzy is 
reluctant, mm-hmm. I don't know, if, I can't say scared because I don't, but reluctant to engage in mm-hmm. is lyrical warfare. But you want to throw jabs and then hide in your mansion behind your watch cabinet. It don't make that don't make no sense. Well, and it's as that simple as that. I mean, either. I said what I said. I feel like he's a coward in the lyrical war. I feel like he's a coward in the lyrical war because Chip said, mm-hmm. "I'm living in your head rent free. I'm knocking on your forehead from the inside." <laughs> now Stormzy has a particular shaped head already. Yeah? Oh, you're taking. Let's the not piss. talk about yeah. hairlines. Yeah, but for a man to live inside your head and be doing. Like pressing the ring doorbell yeah. in your mind's eye, yeah. like Black Mirror. Wild I mean, scenes, bro. It's wild scenes. Wild scenes. You wild know, scenes. you know what I love about you know what I love about Chip here, yeah? mm-hmm. and I've always loved this because it's my type. He's my spirit animal for these ones. Yeah. yeah. Chip is a person that will say, "Don't involve me, bro. Leave me yeah. alone." Because you see, the thing is, yeah. You see, mm-hmm. your ten. That's yeah. my four yeah, on yeah, a good yeah. day. You know, when I'm in a good mood, yeah. right side of the bed, the happy ending, like, don't involve me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the moment you do call me, I'm here for just it. know that you asked for it. I'm here for all of it. Yeah. Chip is my spirit animal. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly the same. I'm exactly the same. I like to live a pious, peaceful life. I don't really trouble people. I pay my taxes on time, all of them things. So I expect some decent, like, yeah. decent treatment. In So when you do call my name, it's like, nah, all bets are off. And it has to be that way. It has to be, bro. You got to remember the grime clashing culture comes from sound clashes in Jamaica and mm-hmm. all of it, all of these other influences. Mm-hmm. And these times, man was going on stage and tearing each other a new one mm-hmm. in each other's faces, yep. in front of each other's fans. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? There was no hiding place. Yep. So you sit in and say in a four bar, in a thirty-two bar, on the corner of a record where you're flossing. Yeah, Ooh, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't Do you know make what I mean? Sense. But I no, feel like doesn't. I feel like if we just took the lyrical beef down to the side and we take a step back and look at what's actually going on here, I feel like the money that has come into the the music industry for, or or this this genre has has kind of like blurred lines. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like when you're both on the same like level and you clash, someone wins mm. and someone loses. But if, mm-hmm. for example, I'm a multi-millionaire and you're just about to be a millionaire and you, we mm-hmm. go on a clash and you win the clash, because I've got more money, I'm, I, I won. Do you get what I'm saying? You're the guy, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. the guy because I've got more money. So yeah, that was just a clash, but I've got more money. And the lines are very blurred. And that is why mm. I do not really engage in much conversation like in Clubhouse and stuff and things like that when people are spewing what they believe to be the situation because I feel like if we're talking about what comes out of the speaker, then I'm here for a conversation. If we're talking about right. all of the other nonsense, then you know what, guys? You just keep talking. I'll listen as long as I can take and then I'll just keep it moving. Like I'm not, I'm not here for I'll it. Cut, yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, concerned yeah. with what's coming out of the speakers Stormzy is making bad decisions as far as I'm concerned which leads me to my first comment from Anthony who says Stormzy knows what he's doing couldn't disagree more um, Miss S Harrington says I really like the song however it's not the one I want to choose to play interesting oh more from uh, Anthony by indirecting him people are going to listen to the tracks rap beef sells yeah, but rap beef isn't good for you if you're losing. Like, do you get? Do you know? You know what I mean? Cred- credibility sells a lot more. Yeah, credibility I sells a lot more. And I feel with every interaction, mm. he loses a little bit of credibility. There you genuinely. go. Um, from King Thomas, don't talk about clashing if you ain't on clashing. 
um, Chip killed the rhythm effortlessly. Uh, would Stormzy survive on Lord of the Mites from Anthony? I mean, that's a that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. Because if Stormzy was clashing, I don't know, somebody who's not on on on, if Stormzy was clashing someone of a lower a lower level, then yeah, maybe. But you see, when you come to the elites, do you get what I'm saying? Like the clashing elites, Stormzy couldn't stand on stage next to Skepta. Stormzy couldn't stand on no. that stage next to Getz. Stormzy could not go no. in there. Stormzy couldn't even go in the in the arena with Kano. He, he, he you got to stand no. out. So, like, so it's long. No. We're talking about the elites, and I'll, I'll, I mean, listen, everyone knows my ties with Chip. I'll put Chip in that ring with those guys. Mm. I will put Chip on stage mm. with Getz. I will put Chip on stage with Kano. I will put, and then it's gonna be what it's gonna be. They, but, they would, they would put Chip on stage with right. them. But they would be. Where's Chip? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Stormzy. But listen, you see me, yeah? I, I, I have to be honest. Like, I have to keep consistency. I've said in, in previous podcasts many moons ago about how I see Stormzy as a role model to a lot of the young and, uh, and influential um, kids out there. So I personally just want him to keep doing what he's doing. Fix up that whole rolling up on people's yards behavior. That was mental. Cut like, that out. Like, yeah, that cut was that out. mental, like, for me. Cut, you know cut that out like, for a start. That cut that out for that, a start. That made me lose a lot of respect for him, if I'm honest. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I didn't cut like that, that out for a start. Listen. Stop, stop mentioning Chip. Yeah. Like, and, and, then, and, then, and then the worst thing is, that wasn't even the biggest L he took because Maya Jama was sitting with Ben Simmons at Wimbledon looking like just foie de gras, bruv. She was looking like, Listen, you see me, yeah? I'm a Christian, but... Impure thoughts. She was looking like chef's kiss sitting next to a guy who's six foot nine and earns 20 million a season. Like, there's certain yeah. L's that are yeah. L's and then there are L's that are L's. Do you get what I'm saying? That and was he's like sitting that there with song. Dave flashing that was, Rolexes. That was like that Beyonce song, partner, let me upgrade you, you know? <laughs> let me upgrade you. Anyway, so like, let's move on. So that's it for the music this week. Um, new television. There was nothing really in the new TV, but I do believe you wanted to give a Euro 2020 debrief a whole week later. Yeah. It's... Okay. Go for it. This is um, less about the football and more mm -hmm. about the politics surrounding football. Okay. The first thing that I want to say is that I want to give a big shout out to the England squad and a congratulations on achieving something that hasn't been achieved for 50 whatever years it is, 60 years or whatever, mm -hmm. in that you took England to a final of a major international competition. Mm -hmm. um, I want to say that I was one of those people who was throwing my weight behind England because as far as I see it, mm -hmm. in comparison to previous tournaments, mm -hmm. England looked, the England team looked a lot more like me. I'm going to say it bluntly. Mm -hmm. They looked a lot more like me. When we talk about positive representation, mm -hmm. there was a lot more guys that looked like me than looked like Alan Shearer and Teddy Sheringham and Darren Anderton and their man. I'm not counting Paul Lynch. Those were all the guys, yeah, those all the guys that were in the Euro 2016. Previous things, yeah, yeah, previous things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I looked at this squad and I said to me, here are young guys playing at the highest level, mm. model professionals, Top players for their clubs as well. Sterling, top player for his club. Mm -hmm. Rashford, top player for his club. Sancho, mm -hmm. top player for his club. Sa you know what? I wasn't on the Bukayo Saka, Bukayo, Bukayo Saka gravy train. 
until I watched him play at these Euros. Genuinely, I'd seen glimpses for Arsenal, mm -hmm. but I wasn't, I wasn't drinking the Kool-Aid. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. If mm -hmm. I was 10% as accomplished mm -hmm. of a young man as he is at 19, mm -hmm. bro, the world is his oyster. Mm -hmm. And I look at my godson, who's a mere year younger, and I think these people are precocious. They've got precocious talents. The only, the only limitations are the ones that they will place on themselves, truly. They will see eons. Anyway, mm -hmm. so for that reason, I wanted to lend my support and put my... I'm not really buying the England shirt and them things, but I will support. Do you get what I'm saying? But here's the difference. Mm -hmm. Win, lose or draw, mm -hmm. I still rate and support these guys. Mm -hmm. For your average England fan, and I'm going to say average because a lot of people talk about it was the minority... But there was a lot of middle of the road, regular people. Mm -hmm. I'm not racist. I've got black mates. I like black pepper. And then the moment that final penalty was missed, they turned into Nigel Farage, Tommy Robinson mm -hmm. and Enoch Powell rolled into one. Mm -hmm. So I don't even want to say the minority because there was a large swathe of people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They gave this clear message. You are only valuable while you are entertaining us or making us profit. The moment you stop doing these things, your value is diminished and you are once again, insert racial epithet because there are a million. Bananas, monkey emojis, N-words, all the rest of it, yeah? So it was almost like when you're winning, we're behind you. Winning, winning, winning behind you. Yeah, come on, free lines, whatever. Mm -hmm. they'll still boo the knee because that's all they know how to do. Mm -hmm. And then the moment the penalties were missed, all of that national unity, camaraderie, football is bringing us all together, went out the window and you was reminded you're still a black man. And they see you in a very small and finite way. And that burned for me. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'll tell you why it burned, yeah? It burned because we've sat in football matches. You've sat next to me in football matches where we've heard Arsenal racial slurs being one. thrown. I remember it like it was yesterday. And me and you have sat next to each other and you've looked at me and I've looked at you and I've said, there's only one more in me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Literally, we've said that to mm -hmm. each other mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and stewards have come across and done, done what they need to do. And we've been in places where we've seen heinous treatment of... Black people. I'm not talking about black and ethnic minority. I'm not doing that. Black people mm -hmm. I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't... It, listen, if it's not for you, don't drink it, yeah? Mm -hmm. Feel offended if you want to feel offended. How I feel is how I feel, yeah? And I'm not apologising for it. We've been in many places where we've seen heinous treatment of black people. We've experienced mm -hmm. heinous treatment of black people ourselves. And this summer, the cynic in me gave way to a level of hope that somehow, some, in some small way, mm. these four young men, five young men, these black faces in the England squad mm -hmm. could do something to melt the ice hearts of these bigots. Mm -hmm. Genuinely. Mm -hmm. it, to the point where, you know, you're not so bad. Eh, maybe you're not so bad after all. Just a small shift mm -hmm. in that public conscious. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, you know, the nagging doubt, the statement that it was in the back of my mind, and I can't see the comments, so apologies mm -hmm. if I'm talking too long, but no, no, I need no, no. to talk, speak talk with some of my heart, yeah? 
you know, the nagging doubt in the back of my mind amongst all of this is coming home and mm-hmm. wanting it to happen and the weeks building up, building up. You know what I said to myself? I said, you know what? If it comes down to one final kick, mm-hmm. Lord God, please don't make it be a black player taking that final kick. Because I know the moment it goes wrong, the same, the same momentum, energy, support, passion for the joy mm-hmm. will turn into the same momentum, energy, support, passion for the hate. And so said, so done. So this week, like I said, mm-hmm. the week prior, an amazing week, mm-hmm. building up to the final, watching the semi-final in Den- um, um, against uh, Denmark, Denmark in a black pub, surrounded by black people, all supporting the wave and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I'm really feeling some sort of, yeah, the boys are going to do it. And when I'm saying the boys, no disrespect, but I'm thinking Rashford. I'm thinking Sacco, Sancho, Kyle Walker, Tyrone. I'm looking at them guys first and foremost. And then the wider squad. Mm -hmm. The week after that final, bro, Mm. I've never experienced in such a short time frame so much gaslighting Mm -hmm. from white people, Mm -hmm. so much... Not all of us are racist. So much. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe they shouldn't be taking a penalty. What about if, what about the more senior, what about the what abouts? Well, we have to look at who we're picking for the England team and who's a, the amount of shit and vitriol and bile. That's what I want to call bile. You know, the bile mm-hmm. that your liver produces. Yep. The amount of bile. Mm-hmm that was spewed. And here's the worst thing. This is what burned me the most, yeah? Mm-hmm. The politicians, specifically our government, our Home Secretary Preeti Patel, mm-hmm. who at this point is a token lackey for me. Coonery at its highest, yeah? I'm saying it, I called it, I said it mm-hmm. what it is, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Boris Johnson turned around and had the sheer temerity the gall, the cheek, the affrontery, the caucasity mm-hmm. to turn around and condemn mm. these people for booing and the racial epithets that they threw towards the, the three black players that missed the penalties and Sterling, who didn't even fucking take one. Yeah. Mm. But they were the same people who were encouraging you to boo the taking of the knee, which is an anti-racism statement. So basically you're booing anti-racism. So the absence of the absence is the actuality. So you're supporting racism by booing the knee. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to turn around and say it's, yeah, no, that's gesture politics and we shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And then in the, on, on the nth degree, when people start looting and setting fire to shit and taking cocaine in Parliament Square, then they're going to talk about, oh, actually, no, 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 we we don't agree with. It comes from the top. The fish rots from the head. Mm-hmm. And UK is rotting right now. Mm-hmm. It is rotting. The last two years, we have seen such heightened racial emotions with George Floyd, Black Lives Matter, all of these other things, yeah? Mm -hmm. And the whole time we were saying, but that's America. That's not us. That's America. That's not us. Mm -hmm. And this was the opportunity, if that's what you truly meant, this was the opportunity that win, lose or draw, you were going to support those black men who'd taken your nation further than they've been in over half a century. Win, lose or draw. And the very first opportunity you had to prove that we've progressed as this nation that's no longer institutionally racist, according to white papers produced, the first opportunity you had 
you fell at the first hurdle. So you can't now sit down on your high-privileged UK horse and say, no, but that's America. You're just as bad. And if you've, if you've sat... I'm, I'm challenging people out there. If you've sat in a pub or a living room or, a, or, a, or on a grass with a big outside flat screen watching the TV and you've heard someone go, oh, fucking Sterling, you black cunt, and you've said nothing, you're part of the problem. Mm. You are part of the problem. Mm. Because silence is complicit. Silence is violence. Because until we start calling these people out, if they're a minority, then the majority should quash the minority. Let's stamp them out. If that's how you really feel. But you know the truth of the matter is ill? Mm. I genuinely don't think that that's how people really feel. I think they showed their ass. I think they showed how they really feel. And so I'm going to finish what I'm saying with these simple points, yeah? In anything in life, you should go where you're appreciated. You should go where you are loved and supported, yeah? So it's too late for the Sterlings and the Rashfords because they've already got an international cap so they can't change allegiance. But you see the young bucks coming through, the Hudson Adoys, the whoever's, the Tammy Abrahams, the whoever's, go and play for your parents' heritage country. Go and play for Ghana. Go and play for Jamaica. Go and play for Grenada, St. Lucia, Antigua, Gambia, Guinea, Cameroon, all of these places. Because I tell you what, they need your support more than these people do. Because if these people needed your support, they would cherish you, win, lose or draw. Go and play for them. Go where you are loved. Mm -hmm. Go where you are loved and adored and appreciated and heralded for the talents that you have. You've worked and sacrificed way too much for way too many years Mm -hmm. to be booed, not because of your performance, Mm -hmm. because there were worse players on the night, you know. Mm. there were worse players on the night the England captain Kane did fuck all all tournament for me his name won't even be mentioned scored his penalty though didn't he according according it doesn't matter according to the standards of Kane top striker in Europe Cristiano Ronaldo bagged five Lewandowski bagged while Poland was still in there the top strike we're talking top Benzema bagged for France Mm. where was Kane that will never be mentioned because we have a scapegoat, a ready-made scapegoat in a Sterling, a ready-made scapegoat in a Rashford, a ready-made scapegoat in a Sancho, in a Saka. And for those reasons, I say, go where you are loved and ply your trade with the people who will appreciate you, win, lose or draw. That's my name's Dane and I'm finished speaking. Listen, man, I sat here in silence and I let you rock, yeah? Because a lot of what you said... I agree with. And we haven't actually even had this conversation for me to even know what you was going to say. Right. So before I crack on, let me just get to these so that I get them out of the way. Um, King Thomas said racism came home. Yeah. Now, for those of you who are not familiar, England have a song called It's Coming Home. It's coming home, meaning the football, they're going to win. But no, racism came home. And then Fab's uh, instant response was racism never left home. (laughs) That's going out to King crazy a few more comments that i want to address um what's this from anthony the football situation just reminds me of the roman circus thing okay uh king king thomas said i was in a pub when darius Vassell missed the penalty in 2004 i think it was it was peak Ooh. um give the people bread and water and they'll never complain or something along those lines forgive forgive me on the misquote from anthony but yeah i know what you're talking about Proud World Citizen said, Ugly Patel's father. <sighs> Ugly Patel. Ugly Patel. Ugly I'm Patel. I'm here for it. Right? I'm here Ugly for Patel's it. All day. Tried to I'm stand... here for it. Oh, Ugly Patel's father tried to stand for an as an MP for UKIP. Tells you all you need to know. 
Um, uh, Blue Flame gave you your flowers. Stacey gave you your flowers in a lot of what you're saying. Right, facts. Keem said, silence is acquittance. That's interesting. Kane did nothing. He was just there to be there. Tika said, Benzema said he's French when he's winning, but an Arab when he's losing, which just goes to show you it's not Meza exclusive Ozil to England. said exactly the same oh, thing. Meza Ozil, Meza Ozil, yeah. Meza Ozil said exactly the same he thing. He was German when he was winning. He was Turkish when they lost. Yeah. Now, mm. not to mm. go on, because I feel like you've covered uh, everything that kind of needs to be covered on that. I just feel like... Well, anything, what did I, I wanted to add something. I just... That was it. When... I mean, listen, for those of you that have time and want to fact check, you can search my 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 Twitter handle and you can search the name Bukayo Saka and you will see that when Saka made his choice to play for England instead of Nigeria, I was annoyed. I was actually yeah. annoyed because they have a saying in England and they call, it might even just be in Western society when they call somebody the blue-eyed boy. Yeah. And when you are the blue-eyed boy, what the blue-eyed boy means is that you are the favourite. And technically, and, yeah. and generally, 90% of the favourites are blue-eyed boys. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. England's blue-eyed boy is Harry Kane. Mm. He's the best at everything that ever existed. Ever. We, ever. Don't, we can't see anything that he does wrong. Do you get what I'm saying? Sun shines out of his eyes. And he will never be he will never be the scapegoat. Had Harry Kane missed the, the deciding penalty, it would have been unlucky Harry Kane. Not mm -hmm. you this, you that, you the other. And it just goes to show you can go through all the history from all the way back as far as people like John Barnes. You can even go earlier than that. There are black players that have uh, worked their socks off for England, but will never, ever, 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 ever be celebrated the most in that team. Sterling was the only player to score for, for nearly, I think, for three games in an England shirt. So if it wasn't for Raheem Sterling, they wouldn't have made it out of the group stages. Mm -hmm. But on exit, his name is in the negative side of the conversation. Why didn't he take a penalty? Why, why, why? Where was Sterling? Well, um, he was the one that got you there. Like, can we, can we have that right? So, it, I mean, look, it's just, it's just sad. And it is what it is. I feel like we've been, t we, over the past year on this podcast, we've spoken about racism so much from so many different angles. It is tiring, man. It is tiring, I'm man. Tired, and I, I feel like you, you, you make a good statement in terms of go where you are um, celebrated. Do you get what I'm saying? But I feel like it's a situation where does everybody just literally go back to their their motherland country and just figure it out? Is 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 that what we need to do to in order to really make this step forward? Let these people have but their you land. You know what? You know what time I'm on, Ill. No, but I'm just saying. You know what time I'm on. But I'm on. just saying because you see what you see what ends up happening and people become selfish. We have the NHS here in England. If you go back home, what healthcare do you have? Do you get what I'm saying? Is it a thing I where hear, is I it a you. thing where we just say, you know what, we're gonna go home and build it? Like generally speaking, like maybe this is this is what needs to happen. Like maybe it's time for us to say, you know what, guys? Like we've had enough because I don't understand what it is. And it's like I was talking about Stormzy being a coward to a degree in terms of the way he's handling the beef or whatever. But the racists are mm. just as bad. They want to do it from behind the worse. No, they want to do it, they want to do it from behind the keyboard or in a group of 20 people. Yeah. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? And it's just like yeah, yeah. we're dealing with cowards. So then for me, I then kick into another way of thinking 
where I'm saying to myself, am I really going to unsettle my position for a coward? For somebody, been, as, far, as far as I'm concerned, if you're operating in that kind of mode, you're beneath me because I, I'm in the real world. I'm on a, I work on a level playing field. I'm direct. I handle people correctly. If you're somebody that can't even show your face to do what, to put the rhetoric that you want to put out there, you need to hide behind the wall, throw things around a corner. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you're beneath me, bro. So am I really going to unsettle everything that I'm doing to, to, to come down to your level of what you're... Do you understand the line of, 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 of approach what I'm taking I, with these no, people? I know, I understand. So I, understand all, I understand what you're saying. These are all the, I understand what you're saying. These are all the, the questions that I kind of pose into my mind and it's like, I don't know the way forward, but something definitely has to change. Do you get what I'm saying? But and, you, know, you, know, you know what I was... Mm, go, sorry, go on. Go on. And, go and on, it's like on. a thing where like... I watched... I watched going off a, a topic, but just to, to like make the point, I watched House of Cards... Right? Do you watch, remember House of Cards with Kevin Spacey, mm. Robin Wright, etc., etc.? And Bill Clinton was quoted as saying that House of Cards is probably the closest TV show to what actually really goes on in real life politics. Cool. House of mm. Cards shows completely sordid, militant behavior. Like it is mm. cutthroat. You're alive today, smiling mm. with somebody like they're your brother. Tomorrow, that is the person pulling the knife out of your back. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. In politics. And I bring that up to say that I feel like in America, they're, they're very overt with their racism, with their just sordid behaviour. They're very overt with it. I feel like in England, we are very covert with it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I feel like mm -hmm. when people are doing, doing that whole conversation of, oh, that only happens in America, not England, I feel like we are worse than them, you know? We're just much mm -hmm. better at disguising and mm. hiding it, concealing mm -hmm. the truth. Mm -hmm. And then when you realise what's happened, mm -hmm. it's, at a, it's at a point where you can do nothing about it because it's too far gone. Absolutely far gone. Cool. Absolutely And it's far like, cool. yeah, for yeah. me, like, yeah. this, this is why, like, my, in, my, in my honest heart of hearts and way of thinking, people that I'm able to influence, people that I'm around, people that I, I, can, I can, you know, like vibe with and actually have meaningful conversations, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just on what can we do? Because... This situation ain't changing anytime soon. Do you get what I'm saying, bro? You know how you know how serious it got for me, yeah. Mm. Amongst uh, amongst other things that are going on at the moment, but for the first time in nearly a year and a half, mm. I had a session with my therapist, bro, because the way I was feeling and mm. the level of anger mm. that was welling up inside me, bro, mm. I was on a thing where. Anyone can get it. <laughs> talk to me the wrong way on the wrong... No, yeah. genuinely. I talk to me the wrong way on the wrong day mm. and say the wrong thing. Mm. And it's all coming out. And you will get two years worth of frustrations, three years worth of frustrations mm. on your jaw side. <laughs> and I will feel no way about it. And you know what? Mm. The reality of the situation is this. I'd be justified in doing it. We don't have freedom of speech here in the UK. Mm. That's an American thing. Mm -hmm. So people love to quote, yeah, freedom of speech. I'm free to say whatever I like. Bro... In theory, you're free to say whatever you like, but I'm free to smash your head in right after in reaction. <laughs> Real like that. No, but I Ill, you. You, I and you. you know I what you. I'm like. I hear. That's I hear, the... but I hear it. It so, think that so, so before, before, be... so before it gets to that point, mm. like the five percent nation say, with every decision and choice we make in this world, we either build or destroy. Mm. I can say to myself, I can destroy everything that I've built by reacting to something like that, mm. or. I can do like LeBron and take my talents back to South Beach and go and go and take everything that I've earned and built and amassed mm. and go and enjoy it in a community that appreciates me. 
that celebrates me. Mm. Bro, let me tell you something, yeah? Montserrat is a small island. That's where my mum's side of the family are from. I've spoken mm. about the island before, yeah? Mm-hmm. My granddad benefits from his granddad's name on the island. There is the Blackwood Allen Estate. That's my great, great granddad, yeah? Mm. My granddad left the island as an 18-year-old. To this day, there are people who talk about, oh, Peter Allen, oh my God, yes. I remember when did and he did it and did it, did it, did it. Mm. My mum has gone back to the island to help in that building up of things. Mm-hmm. And she's got a specific, she's got a specific skill set, mm. a specific career path. And she's gone back to the island to lend her mm. expertise, expertise. Mm-hmm. to the rebuilding, yeah? Bro, let me tell you something. Before I even touched foot on the island as an adult, because I hadn't been back since a boy. Mm-hmm. So the recent two visits that I took was the first time going back as an adult. Before I even landed, people knew I was coming. <laughs> they don't know what I look like from Adam, but they knew I was coming. <laughs> and when I got home, I got a hero's welcome, not off of anything I've done, you know. Off of your family. But off of legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off That's of that. legacy, bruv. Mm. I would be remiss... To die here, mm. have my position at work replaced, advertised the day I die. 100%. And I'm speaking, someone, someone in my team at work died this week. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, man. I've been working, I've been working from home for a year, mm. so over a year. So I haven't seen this person in over a year. And then I saw an advert go out. And I said to myself, you people are jumping in a warm fucking grave. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. It's mad. So then when I'm seeing these things ill, I'm saying to myself, do I want to die here mm. and be remembered for all of six hours until they can fill my slot? Or do I want to live where I'm appreciated? Bro, the price just went up. Mm. Retirement has gone from 45 to 40. Mm. I'm giving myself the next however many years and I'm it. gone, yeah. bro. And whatever I have, I have. Mm. And I'll take with me and I'll make good on it. Because th- there's certain times where they tell you go home enough that sometimes you have to just hear it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why don't you fuck off back home? Well, look, I mean... You know what? That's not such a bad idea, actually. <laughs> Do you know what I'm there's saying? Two things, there's one thing that you touched on, and there's something else I want to mention real quickly, going into the, the next kind of conversation, yeah? One thing that you mentioned about buying an England shirt. Now, one thing that I want to say, right? I refuse to watch England play football. For years. Not, like, for years. Mm. I feel like I've watched... I wasn't even interested in this this whole um, Euros tournament, but I started to pay attention to it at the quarterfinals. That's when that's the first mm-hmm. pro- proper attention. Of, I might have watched a few games, but that's the first when I actually started to pay attention to it. And the hype of the final had me thinking, boy, a man might buy an England shirt. But I remember just a few weeks before looking at my brethren wearing England shirts, thinking, what are you doing, guys? Why mm. would you do that? What are you spending money on that for? Like, really? Mm. I know it's only 50 or 60 quid, but like, well, I say only 50 or 60, like that's not big money. But do you know what I'm saying? I know 60 quid, but still like, really? Is that what you're doing? Because I feel like it, we are very quickly reminded that, you know, this is not our land. It couldn't be home. You can have lived here for your whole life, but it's not your land. This is not your mm. country. You have no ownership of this. And to go back to what you said at the beginning, where you said that, you know, entertain us and you're valued. Stop entertaining us and you're not welcome. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, mm. it's mad. And talking about being welcome, yeah, because something that really has been annoying me for a period of time. Now, we've spoken about um, the COVID vaccine a few times. There is a high 
possibility that when we post this video on Instagram, it might flag up COVID mm. thing. But mm. if you say something racist, there's no flag. There's no flag. How bro. is there? How is there <laughs> no? How can you do COVID alerts on every Instagram post, lighter, lighter. but you cannot do no kind of flagging? On talk racism. your shit, ill. Like, talk, how talk your shit, ill. Like, no, but seriously, talk how your are we here? Like, can somebody make that make sense? What in the talk algorithm? Shit, what in the algorithm of COVID cannot be put into the same algorithm of racism? What is it? What exactly is it that makes it impossible for us to have these filters? I need clarity. Yeah. Furthermore, if there are letter recognition. Furthermore, they decided, and we're talking about being welcome. They decided that they were going to have a debate in Parliament about online racial abuse. Okay, <sighs> it got to the point where it's going to Parliament. Petitions have been signed by hundreds of thousands of people. People are in uproar. Every kind of media, and listen, the media as well, because that's what I was going to mention. The fact that. The, the, the newspapers that lead the charge in the racism and reverse racism headlines felt like they would try and take the high ground and talk about, you know, we're going to stand with these players, the same players that these same newspapers have racially abused, like we've forgotten. It's mad. Like, it's actually mad. So it now gets to the point, it now gets to the point where we're going to have a debate in Parliament. And no black people are invited. No black people were invited to the racial debate in Parliament. So that's like saying we're gonna um, we're gonna write we're gonna write a recipe for the best. Let me think of a good dish for the best. I don't know moussaka. I've just come from Greece. We're gonna write Man the recipe moussaka. for the best moussaka in the world, but we're not gonna invite no Mediterranean people that that that, that originated this dish. How is this dish going to come out? How is it going to come out? But, bro, but you've seen this. When Marco Pierre White was making rice and peas. He was not making... Uh, and when Jamie that, Oliver that, was... That Marco when Pierre when, was... No, 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 he called it chick, rice and peas and chicken. That's what he called it. Caribbean rice and peas and chicken. That was an And Jamie Fools Oliver joke, was trying bro. to sell you... Jamie Oliver... Uh, fine, okay, we'll have that. April Fool's joke, it wasn't. <laughs> Jamie Oliver was trying to sell you Jamaican jerk rice. Yeah. How the fuck do you jerk rice, bruv? Do you know what's funny? Blue They've Flame been doing this for a long time Flame, in our faces, bruv. Blue Flame literally typed that comment just as you said it. Bro, it's crazy. Like, it's actually crazy. Like, crazy that you're going to debate something with the people that are affected and are not going to be invited to the conversation. A comment I want to get into right now from Proud World Citizen says, Diane Abbott is the most abused MP in Parliament. They know this. They've never tried to do anything about it. They don't care about it. Ra they don't care about racism. All they care about... Oh, no. That they care about not being called racist. That's it. And listen, Zan's here with the facts. That they care more about not being called racist than they care about the actual uh, assault of racism. Um, TSBXO says they simply don't care and they continue to display this as facts. Um, what's this from Miss S. Harrington? Facebook say you can report racist comments, but when you do nine out of ten times, it doesn't go against community standards. Absolute bullshit. Um, 
they want to stop online abuse because it exposes the country as racist. Uh, from Anthony, Keem says, IG is racist. There is a war against black people. It's mad. Like, it's actually mad. It's actually mad. And I'm just like, I don't understand how how we got here. I've just seen some... Excuse me, sorry, hiccups. I've just seen something uh, be on online today saying that they're going to start to deport uh, Zimbabweans, even if you've got children in England, mm. they're deporting you on Wednesday. Mm. So like, it's almost like they're moving so from wait, so wait. Rush, now they're going to Zimbabwe. <laughs> You're in my spirit. So they've got enough pushback from the, the, the Jamaican deportees mm-hmm. that they were trying to do the boatload of criminals. Remember, criminals, rapists and murderers, mm-hmm. as Nick Ferrari termed them, despite the fact that of the 50-odd, two of them mm-hmm. had um, uh, physical, physical crimes mm-hmm. against their record. And the majority of them, it was um, civil, civil disobedience sort of things, like not paying parking tickets or be delinquent on child arrears. Mm-hmm. Like, let me, bro, you know what? I'm burning sage because I'm upset, bro. Mm-hmm. Genuine, like, big, and, big and serious, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm upset. And you know why I'm upset here? Yeah? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm upset. And it, it, and it flashed back. And you know what? In all that, we was going hard mm-hmm. last summer for the George Floyd stuff and just, mm-hmm. just being a, 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 a vessel for people to share mm-hmm. how they were genuinely feel, feeling to, to the point where we was two a week at points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember one, there was one thing and I've become a desensitized to it a lot because mm-hmm. I had to be able to watch it, mm-hmm. to digest it and to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I was really trying to take my feeling and emotion away out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I remember there was one video that went through the core of me, bro. And it was a video where a, a man was stop a black man mm. was stopping a young black boy, mm. adolescent young mm. man in the street mm. from looting mm. and fighting and and he was talking to him and he was saying you're the future, mm-hmm. you have to do something different because look, you're angry mm. and your dad is right there mm. and he's angry too and when he know. was your age he was angry and his dad was angry at your age too mm-hmm. so how many more generations have to be angry how many more bruv it burnt me bruv Mm-mm-mm-mm. it burnt me. i'm not even i'm not even a city fan more time i run joke on sterling on the club level Mm-mm-mm-mm. but it burnt me bruv and then i'm sitting there thinking to myself Imagine my son turns around to me and says, you know what, dad, I really want to play for England, bruv. I couldn't with, a, I couldn't with an honest heart tell him that's a good idea, bruv. Yeah, it's mad. Even if it was his heart's desire, I would, dis- I would be dissuading my child from his or her dream, because women's football, <laughs> I would be dissuading... Yeah. I would be dissuading my child from their dream because I'm trying to avoid the pitfalls and the dangers of everything that comes with your dream. Yeah. Bruv, do you know how much that burns me? Yeah, it's crazy. But I was fucking born here. Mm. My passport's been red. It's been nothing <laughs> well, but what? red. Guess do you get what? what I'm saying? It's about to be blue, but that's another story. It's about <laughs> to be blue. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So these things, these things burn me because then I sit here and I think to myself, well, rare, I'm really not welcome. No, but I'm really... Like, I could, they could make an argument for my nan because she was born abroad. Mm. My mum was born here and I was born here. I'm second generation, bruv. Am I really, really not welcome? Okay, so how long do I have before I have to leave? At this point, it's like, what time does the room check out? That's how I feel. <laughs> I hear that. That's how I feel. I hear that. I'm hungover yeah. and I'm waiting for the 12 o'clock checkout because yeah. it's time to go. Yeah, time to we go. are on borrowed time. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I just felt like when I heard 
that they were having a debate in Parliament, it's like, okay, there's maybe a, 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 not even a step forward, but we're leaning in the right direction. But no black people are invited. Well, okay, so it's definitely just, um, it's definitely just a token gesture. Nothing is going on here. Nothing of any substance is actually going on here. And so we move. Now, listen, we've got two more topics to get into before we get out here. And it seems like, again, today is another race-heavy podcast. Sorry, guys. Apologies. We tried to, to, we tried to, to, to lean away from it, but it just seems like every time I try to leave, something keeps pulling me back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, actor Chris Marshall. Are you familiar with this Oh, story? my God. Did you see this, Ill? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw this, but I'm going to let you break yeah. this one down. So, actor Chris Marshall, who was, he rose to fame as one of the kids in BBC comedy, I use mm. that phrase loosely, My Family, and later stars, and currently stars in a, another BBC series called Death in Paradise, which mm. is essentially a white detective mm. living in the Caribbean. I think it's a fictional character. A, a fictional country in the Caribbean um, and investigating crimes that go on on the island, right? Mm. So the actor Chris Marshall, who is himself a white British male, decided that he didn't want to continue filming because such is the rigours of the filming schedule that his family have had to come and live with him in the mm. Caribbean. And he wanted to leave filming and quit the show because mm. he feared his son was becoming too Caribbean. Once again, for the people that... Now, there's some... His son was becoming too Caribbean, and for that reason, he's out. Now, I have some bones of contention here, because I don't even have the world's foremost knowledge on all things Caribbean outside of my own island, mm -hmm. Caribbean, Caribbean, whatever. But I know mm -hmm. that they film in Guadeloupe. And Guadeloupe is a French province. Mm -hmm. So all of the schools are French. The curriculum is French. All of these, all of them things, French, 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 mm -hmm. French, French. So if anything, your son was becoming too fucking French, bruv. Not Caribbean, you dick, you oh, no. fucking dick no. splash. Did, did, you see the, did you see the interview? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't see go the on, interview? Talk. No, I couldn't oh. bear to watch. Go on, go on, go on. Bro, he said I had to go home because my son was becoming too Caribbean. He was doing things like going outside to play with no shoes on. Getting my son to wear shoes was becoming a problem. It was too much for me. I knew, I knew at that point it was time for me to go home. I'm just going to let that one ruminate for a few more seconds before I tell this guy what the f*** is he talking about. Do you want to hear the banter, yeah? If he really felt that strongly... Mm. Go West End mm. around 1am, 2am, kicking out time mm -hmm. and see how many white girls that look just like you will comfortably back off their shoes. But no, fucking come back onto the camera. How many of them white girls will comfortably back off their shoes and be walking in big gum stained, pigeon shit stained oh. Piccadilly Circus barefoot? Oh. Barefoot! Fuck out of here, bro. Bruv, he said Fuck that was. He here. said it was. That was. That was the, the straw that broke the camel's back for him. He couldn't take it. Yeah, and then Sally, who's trying to get into fucking Tiger Tiger, mm -hmm. half cut off her tits, 
in barefoot would say, hold my porn star martini and do the same Ross thing. So how many countries do you want to avoid before your son learns to put shoes on? You fucking dickhead. Nah, I'm the bro. Nah. I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. When I heard that it was, he he, he used to go outside with no shoes on and he's learning this from the locals. I said, nah, nah, this is mad. This here, this right here is mad. But it just goes to show you the intellect of some people. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, the banter is, bruv. Mm. You know, the banter is. And this is why sometimes as black people, we need to know Mm. where our bread is buttered and act accordingly. Because it's these same types of fuckers that will book sandals for two weeks in Jamaica. Jamaica, and, and, And they won't even leave the resort, you know. These times they've gone Jamaica, but they actually ain't gone Jamaica. They've gone to a hotel in Jamaica Jamaica for two weeks. Yep. And they'll come on them and they'll be like, yeah, I had a great time. And I limboed and I drank pina coladas and Barry Manilow was playing. Fuck off, man. Fuck off. You could have have just gone to anywhere and had that experience. Do you get what I'm saying? But listen, there's a load of, there's a load of comments here. Let me see. Um, First from Keems. Don't be sorry. We don't talk about race enough. We need to control the narrative. Thank you, Keems. Um, TSVA says, don't get me started. The fact that he said it about Guadeloupe, which is a French overseas department, is BS. His son wouldn't have had a European education. No, his son would have had a European education. That's from Proud World Citizen, Walking That's what I'm Barefoot. saying, yeah. Yeah. He just didn't want his son around. He didn't want his son around black people from World uh, Proud World Citizen. What else have we got on here? Come back on your <laughs> Um, what else is there? They, they're not washed. Yeah, they don't. Then they same these same people that coming out the clubs at two a.m. don't wash their feet and don't change their bed sheets. This is crazy. That's from Mrs. Miss S. Harrington. Um, I'm just saying. What's this now from KJ? And they will go to their bed with the same nasty foot without bathing. Um, Hashtag just saying. Back to the washing the sheets and beds again. Facts. I'm going to say it louder for the whites at the bar. Miss S. Harrington is going in today. Bro, it's crazy. It's wild, man. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. I think today's episode is definitely going to be called Wash Your Bed Sheets. <laughs> or, something, or, or, or something along those lines of Dirty Foot or Wash Your Bed Sheet. I don't know. We'll make it up in a minute. But yeah, man, that pretty much concludes us, bro. We finished a little bit early. We've got an understand topic, though. And these, this is all on you, bro, because I wasn't there. I, I definitely wasn't there. I don't, I don't have the... It's not even that I don't have the range for it, bruv. But I feel like this is best served when I can come fresh to it. Are you sure? I feel like it's best served when I can come fresh to it. Yeah, and you know the reason why I'm saying that? Mm. is because I feel like it will dilute the message of what we've discussed before. Okay. I heard it. In everything that we've discussed so far, I feel like it will dilute the message. And I want, and I want the last thing to be ringing in people's ears is mm. big up the four lions, mm. big up Sterling, big up Saka, big up Sancho, big up Rashford. Each and every time you have my unwavering support mm. until you sign for Man City and then we have to talk. Do you get what I'm saying? Like Saka. But until, as, as Saka, you, you, you won't do what? it. I hope do you, know you don't do it. Do you know anyway. what? Yeah, as an Arsenal fan, I, I hope he goes to Man City. As an Arsenal fan, I hope he goes to Man City because nah, I want to see him. I want to see him. I want. I don't want to see him play for Chelsea. That or that would break my heart. I, I, I don't think Man United need him because Luke Shaw is there. So mm-hmm. uh, I think City is the only other option, really. Do you know what I'm saying? Or Liverpool, he could go abroad. 
Yeah, or or abroad. Abroad would work. Abroad would work. But yeah, man, I just want to. I mean, he could go abroad and be right. abused in a different language. They could throw bananas at him in Italian because the Italian note, fans love to do that. On that note, I Listen. have been I have been DJ Illness UK. This has been the Take Podcast on a Monday night. Apologies for those of you watching my beard. This is going to get sorted out at my first earliest convenience. Um, my co-contributor Dane says. Listen, please, 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 if you listen to us on audio streaming platforms, go to Apple Podcast and leave us a five-star review. You know we deserve it. We need it. Dane says, anything you want to say, get the hell out of here, man. Protect your peace this week. Protect your peace last week. Protect it twice as much this week and double your efforts again for next week. Listen, your mental health is the most key and valuable thing to your daily existence. Without that, it all goes to put... So if you need to put someone in their place to protect your mental health, put someone in their place. If you need to bite your tongue to protect your mental health, bite your tongue. Whatever you need to do to protect your peace, people, please do it. Because we are genuinely living in testing times and we are all being tested. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do what do what you need to do from Uncle Dane to you. That's what I want to say. That's the thing I want to leave you with this Mm. week. Just protect your peace in whatever form that takes. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to say. And a message from Zern, everybody stay hydrated, yeah? <laughs> yeah, and wash your fucking legs as well. No, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> Until next I do week. actually drink water, you know. I do drink water as well. Hashtag just saying. You chase all... You, what was that? What was that you had? The wine? What was it? I chase my Rieslings with Riesling. a crisp Evian. A crisp Evian. <laughs> well, I'm out here. I'm out here drinking this Amazon water. But listen, guys, until next week, we will be back on Sunday at the regular time of 8 p.m. with a fire with a fire podcast for you. And I'm making sure that we have a lot of joke on this sun on this uh, this Mm. Sunday's episode, because I feel like today was hella serious. Today was hella serious. We need it. And it didn't weren't even intended to be, but it just kind of went that way. So until next week, people. Peace.